Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Cobbless Corner. This is your host, Braden Cobb, and you're listening to The Business Show, where we bring you insights and interviews from innovative minds of the business world and all levels of expertise. This is Season 2, Episode 1, The World of Sports. Today with me, I have my good friend, Brady Zvorek. How's it going, buddy? Glad it's going awesome. Here. Yeah, for sure. I'm glad to, glad to have you on and catch up. So I've known Brady for a very, very long time. Our dads were best friends and still are best friends all the way through high school, college, you name it. They've known each other for a very long time. And I practically grew up with him and we've been keeping touch ever since then. So yeah, let's get right into it. Give me a little bit of introduction about yourself. Well, uh, I'm from Fresno. I played baseball. I'm currently at Fresno City. I played at San Diego State last year. And then I transferred to City and I'm looking for another four year to go to at the moment. Yeah, so we'll um, we'll hop into your sports stuff as we get along this show. And um, let's hear a little bit about you. So what have you been interested in at a young age? I've always been interested in general, just sports. I played uh, baseball, football, soccer, all my life growing up. And that's kind of been my main focus throughout my entire life at this point. Yeah, I feel like I feel like everyone kind of had that point where they tried soccer first. Oh, yeah. And like all everyone parents like threw them into soccer and then people realized I don't want to go run five miles a game. <laughs> I think I'll uh, I think I'll pass on that one. Yeah, I can't say I'm a big soccer fan myself. Yeah. But um yeah, so that's awesome. I mean, we've both tried many different sports, whether it's actually in school, whether it's for fun. And yeah, it's always good to get out and out on the field. So is there anything, um, is there anything in high school you regret? Uh, you know what? I don't think so. I, uh, in high school, I had a lot of fun with my friends. I worked hard in sports and I had a great time doing that. And I'm pretty somewhat happy where I am right now, although there's still things I could do better, but I'm happy where we're at. Yeah, so we'll we'll talk a little bit about Bullard. So you went to Bullard for all your years, and how do you think that Bullard set you up differently and for success in your college years? I know we've talked about in the past of how you were really appreciative of Bullard and what it gave you. What um what do you think Bullard gave you? Uh, well, starting it off with Coach Donald, he's probably one of the most well-respected coaches in the Valley. He taught me a ton in just the year or two that he was there. Um, it was tough on the school side because we had the COVID year, but I still got things done in the classroom there. But uh, Coach Donald, he was a pretty influential guy to me, and he really taught me how to, or he taught me how to lead. Yeah, Coach Donald's an amazing coach. I mean, I was able to experience him a little bit when he was over at Buchanan, and I was in my early years, and then unfortunately I got hurt, and then he moved over to Board, and you were able to take it up and yeah, he's, he's an awesome coach. So do you think that board in general was able to prepare, prepare you fully for the next level? Yeah, I believe so. Coach Donald, he's had a lot of, uh, he's had a lot of division one and pro players and he's, it's good, always good to have a guy with that type of experience helping you out along the way, helping you through struggles and successes and keeping you even keel while you're playing sports. Cause that's a big part of it. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, in general, the Central Valley is we all take it for granted here. Like we don't realize how good of not only the schools are, but the sports system is here. And every I mean, you name it, we got wrestling, baseball, football, track, like all these different sports, even a water polo, like we excel in at such a high level. And people don't really realize that, I think, until they actually go to college. 
and then you see all the talent that comes out and it's it's crazy like the amount of people and even like our friend group the amount of our friends that are like d1 athletes is is crazy and like all of us are play many different sports and we all went to a lot of us went to different high schools as well and everyone is just very successful in what they do and i mean that's all started with all the way back to middle school i mean you start at middle school and it brings you up all the way to the end of high school and you get thrown in in such a great experience with the great coaching but um yeah so how i know you said you're back going to close community right now or sorry fresno city and um how's your college experience been so far oh it's been great i um my coach at fresno city kind of reminds me a lot of coach donald well, probably because coach donald did coach my fresno city coach oh. but that i see a lot of similarities in them and the way they lead <laughs> and um their ability to just give us new insights on things that we have questions about, but it's been a great time. I'm playing with a lot of the guys that I grew up playing against and or with, cause they're all from Fred, the Fresno Clovis area. And we have a, we just have a really tight group and it's been a lot of fun the last year getting to know everybody. Yeah. So you were, you were in an interesting, interesting situation where you went to San Diego state your first year and you were having, I mean, to say the least, the time of your life and, you were down in San Diego, you were down in school, you were having a good time, and you made the tough decision to come back and to focus up and get like straight to it. How hard of a decision was that? Uh, you know what? It was hard, but I think in the end it was the best decision because, to be completely honest, I wasn't as focused in the classroom as I should have been. While my, while my baseball focus was still there, there were still th- other aspects of my life that I needed to tighten up, and I think it was the best decision overall. Yeah, no, I completely agree as well. I mean, we've talked about this as well. And you also found a greater love for baseball once you came back and once you focused up. And that's a huge thing. Like doing what you're passionate about is awesome. And then coming back, finding a good group of guys, your coaches seem to be doing really well. And I mean, you guys are having fun out there. Having fun is the, I mean, that's what you can ask for. So how do you balance? I mean, you guys have a long season, like I mean, you got fall ball, you got spring ball, you have your actual season, you have traveling to different places, getting your school done. So how do you how do you balance everything? Um, you know what? In the season, the season by far goes way faster than a high school season does, both at the D1 and the JUCO level. So it's kind of it depends on the week, really, honestly. But right now, since it's been raining, our games have been getting switched days and everything. It's just kind of you're going with on the fly with a lot of stuff. But in the fall, I like to stick to a routine of working out and eating a lot of the same foods and trying to keep my body in the best shape that I can to succeed on the field. So we'll, yeah, we'll dive we'll dive into that a little bit. So tell me about your day to day routine. What is that? What does that entail for you? I don't have too many in-person classes, but I like to work out before our before we have baseball practice. I'm not really a huge fan of working out after. I'm too exhausted by then. But I like to I like to get my body moving before practice. And um, after practice, I usually go hit with a couple of the guys on our team late at night because the place that we go to, a lot of high school teams are in there. So it's hard to get in there. But we'll go around 10 or 11 at night usually and hit every day. Oh well, wow. so it sounds it sounds like you have a you've a packed day ahead of you and always looking forward to the next one. So oh, yeah. I know you've um you've been getting into cooking a little bit more and making sure you're eating right. How have um how has your diet been? What are you what are you eating? How do you keep your energy? Oh I think I think at this point I'm a professional chef. I <laughs> after being 
away at school and not having a kitchen in my dorm room, I really started to appreciate home cooked meals. And I have taken that to the next level in the last year. I eat a lot. Well, I keep it as simple as I can, but I do. I eat a lot of steak and a lot of chicken and a lot of, and just a lot of protein. I think we, I think we all missed our home cooked meals as soon as we go away. That's something I definitely took for granted is I didn't realize how awesome the home cooked meals are not even for the taste, but also for the ease of just being able to come downstairs and your food's all hot and ready for you. Shout out to my mom, by the way, she is the best cook ever. Oh yes. Shout out, shout out to Mia. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So how, how do you keep yourself motivated? I mean, it's hard to be able to be so busy and and be in such a routine. Sometimes you can find yourself losing some motivation. How do you keep yourself motivated? I feel like a lot of motivation comes from within, but also um, I look at guys that I want to emulate, like Dylan Cruz at LSU. Obviously, he's if you don't know about Dylan Cruz, he's hitting 550 right now at the D1 level with like 10 bombs already or something. It's just crazy. And you want to, you see those guys succeeding like that and you want to work as hard as you can to get, try and get to that level. And but with baseball, you succeed three out of 10 times and you're considered amazing. So it's really hard to, at least in the baseball world, not necessarily for myself, but it's very hard to kind of get off that track if you're not doing as well as you want to because obviously everybody wants to go 10 for 10 and hit a thousand but that's just not it's not realistic so you really have to you really have to keep a level head and not get too angry when you fail and not get too happy when you succeed because you could be in the same spot you were before yeah yeah for sure so i was I was actually just talking to my mom the other day about um, about golf and I was saying like, oh, mom, like I can't hit my driver to save my life. Like I can maybe hit it like three out of 10 times. And she's like, oh, it's great. Just like baseball. And I'm like, no, mom, like you need to hit your driver like eight or nine out of 10 times to be good. And then I'm like, yeah, that's not like baseball. Because, yeah, like you said, I mean, three out of 10 times you're batting 300 and you're considered I mean, one of the top hitters on the team and mentally that's hard because you're failing so much more than you're succeeding. And I mean, you always want to do better, but that's one of the good things also is you're never going to be able to be complacent in baseball. Like there's, there's just no way you always can do something better. Like if you pop out, you know, you, you know what you did right away and you just have to go back to the cage and that's fix what you need to fix. That's why I think I'm addicted to baseball is because as bad as it feels when you fail, it feels a thousand times better when you do something good. Oh, for sure. It's such, yeah, it's such a relief. I mean, hitting a ball, squaring it up, two hopping it to a wall, hitting it off the wall, hitting it out. Like those are the best feelings, like stand up doubles. Like those are the best feelings that you can have. So, I mean, you have a lot of baseball, you have a lot of school going around. Are there any hobbies that you're interested in wanting to take up or have taken up? Um, lately, I think one thing that I have been interested in that I haven't gotten around to doing yet is I want to learn how to shoot. I haven't, I haven't learned yet. I've gone shooting once, but I have a good family friend of mine who I think is going to take me out. He lives in, uh, he lives in Montana and I'm, I think I'm going to go over there in the summer and learn how to shoot. I'm excited for that. Oh yeah. You gotta, you gotta talk to Mr. Mason Marini. He, oh, I know. Uh, he will, he will take you out skeet shooting and there's some ranges also that he took me to back in town that, um, that you would have a blast to. But yeah, I'd send, 
I'd send him a text. I'm sure. I'm sure he'd love. Yeah, to Mason, you if you're listening, uh, I'm going with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So let's dive. Um, let's dive a little bit deeper into sports. So tell me about your team. Tell me about. I mean, kind of how the season's laid out. What part of the season you're in? So we are. We're about our season has 40 games. We're in t- game 24, I believe. We're 19 and no game. Yeah. Game 24, yeah. We are 19 and 6. We're doing great so far, honestly. There's a couple games that we've dropped to bad teams, but overall, I think our team's headed in the right direction. I think we can go a long way this year. We definitely have the talent, and our camaraderie as a group is probably some of the best I've been around. Yeah, I mean, we've we've talked about that as well, that you love the guys you're playing with too, and it's a lot of guys that you played not only with in high school, but also against in high school and friends of friends and everyone kind of coming together from this valley. And I mean, like we talked about earlier, like the talent at even the city level is crazy, especially in um, especially in like Fresno. I mean, there's all these schools that are D1 schools, top of the line producing these recruits. And then there's people who want to stay in town and the talent is like, I mean, off the rocks, like you have great coaches coming in because they know that there's great talent in the area. So I'm sure that's um, something exciting for not only you guys, but for the programs too, is they always know they're going to have people coming in and out and the talent's so high. And I mean, all you guys looking to do the same thing, you want to go to the next level. So everyone's working hard and nobody's being complacent. So that's, that's, I mean, that's an amazing thing in itself. So I mean, you said you're enjoying your team so far. You're enjoying the season. You guys are about halfway through. Um, do you have any sort of pregame routines that you like to take yourself up on? Ooh, I have one. I don't, I don't really believe a lot in superstition, but the one thing I have been doing lately. So I have two bangs, which isn't going to sound crazy because obviously in baseball, you're trying to hit a moving ball, but I don't. So I have two Celsius's about two or three hours before the game just to kind of get my blood moving. And by the time the game starts, it's out of my system. So it doesn't look like I'm trying to hit 150 mile an hour fastballs up there because I've (laughs) I've done that this year. I drank a bang too early to get or too close to game time. And it felt like I couldn't see the ball at all. So that's kind of, that's kind of been my one thing to get some energy going. I hit hit the cages uh, pregame usually in the, before we start our, stretch and BP on the field just to kind of get the body loose. I'll do some stretching in the morning too, maybe go in the sauna um, just to get my mind right and just kind of get my brain awake before the game. Yeah, so you were mostly an infielder growing up and playing through high school. And recently you've been taking some outfield reps. How, um, how have you liked that so far? I honestly, I love outfield. I, I, don't really have a preference of which I play infield or outfield. I, my favorite part of baseball is hitting. I've always loved hitting. I mean, I can, I can play defense wherever. So I, they can put me wherever and I'll be happy. I just want to, I just want to hit. That's all. That's my biggest focus. And that's what, uh, that's what people are making their money off of. So I just want to keep getting better at that. Oh yeah, for sure. If you can hit the ball, they'll find a place for you. No matter, no matter where it is, they'll find a place for you in the field. And I mean, hitting's, Hitting's awesome. Hitting's fun. So what does, um, I know this season is, I mean, already halfway done. Like it's, it's flying. So what, uh, what do your off seasons normally look like? 
Uh, my off season, I will be going to play summer ball in, I want to say San Luis Obispo. It's not for sure yet, but usually, usually after the high school level, your coaches will find a place either. Well, I played in Massachusetts last summer, which was a blast. I had a great time over there, but they have, they have a bunch of different summer leagues throughout the country that guys go and play in. It's just to get at bats and kind of experience new things. I think it, I think it was good for me to go across the country. It's just I love seeing new places and being able to live in Boston for a couple months. Is I mean we're both Red Sox fans, so it was like heaven. Me and uh, me and Andy went and caught a Red Sox game the first day I got there, so it was a blast. That's usually that's usually for the summer, and in the fall ball, it's just the regular fall ball. Oh yeah, for sure. And then in honor of uh, baseball, we have opening day that just happened as well. So the baseball season is underway. And I would like to say I'm confident about the Red Sox, but we'll just let the we'll let the season play out. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I could say the same. I feel like they're gonna sneak up on people. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> well, I guess we can. I guess we can only hope. So talking about um, your summer league last summer. Do you want to tell them about who you had on your team? Oh my God, this was unbelievable. So on my summer team, which usually it's just guys from wherever, you not maybe you probably haven't heard a lot of the guys on your team, but we're in Boston and I don't know if this was planned or not, but I'm a huge Red Sox fan in the first place. I had Pedro Martinez, his son on my team, Manny Ramirez, his son, David Ortiz, and Cade Falk, who won a World Series with the Red Sox, which was just insane. And that was that was a cool thing to experience. I'm glad I'm buddies with those guys now. That was a it was a great time. We had a blast out there. Oh yeah, that's awesome. That's such a cool thing being able to I mean talk to them and see their point of view on baseball as well. And you're all there wanting to do the same thing. You all want to succeed. So it's cool seeing, I mean, how much drive even those guys have with their father figures yeah they uh, such amazing baseball players yeah their uh, their families work really hard at baseball and it was it was kind of cool to see their perspective on hitting which was a little bit different than mine i have some things that i took away from them this summer and it was it was really cool to do yeah so with you playing for so long and baseball being pretty much your center of life i mean this is something you've always done growing up who has been your most influential mentor Oh, I think, you know, the answer to this one, my dad is, my dad has always been my biggest mentor. He's out baseball or not, but, uh, a lot of the similarities I feel like in baseball, you can take over in life, like in other aspects of life. And that's one thing my dad's always kind of really taught me. He's taught me everything I've known about baseball and not just that, but my real life outside of baseball and the decisions that I make, I feel like are all shaped around things that he's taught me growing up. And I'm really, I'm really thankful to have him as a dad. Yes, we love, we love Andy. Andy is practically a part of my family as well. So he's, he's been awesome to be around and be a second dad for me. So you talked a little bit about um, some of your athletes that you have, uh, that you've seen at other schools. So do you have, do you have any favorite athlete that um, you look up to or you model your game after? Oh, well, and since I'm playing a little more outfield, I've been looking at a lot of outfielders lately. And the one, the one guy I was talking about earlier, Dylan Cruz, that guy, that guy is insane. But my favorite player has always been Xander Bogarts, who sadly got traded to the Padres this year. So 
I don't know if I'll be able to be a fan of his anymore, but <laughs> I think Rafael Devers, who's also, he just got signed to a big deal with the Red Sox. He's, he's definitely up there too. Yeah, for sure. I mean, those are, those are both two great guys. I think we might have to go with the man who's still on the Red Sox. Sorry. Oh yeah. Sorry, Xander. You were one of our boys for a while, but <laughs> yeah. Wait, who's, you your, leave... who's your favorite player now? Gosh, I was, I mean, growing up, I was always the biggest Dustin Pedroia fan. Like I love Dustin Pedroia and that was my guy. And what's funny about that is me and him had a very similar game. We both just stayed injured. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Me and Brady also both had the same knee surgery. Oh, yeah. So freshman, me and Brady year. both had osteochondritis desiccin. So we were out for a while. And both of us, I mean, mine took me out of baseball completely. But he was sidelined for a little bit. And ended up coming back, and he's now recovered. But um, yeah, that was an interesting see- thing to see: is two very good friends having the exact same knee surgery, and his was a little bit after mine. But such a rare thing to have, and it's interesting to see. I mean, and my roommate had it. Like, there's, yeah. it's weird the amount of people that like we've heard have it. Also, it's it's pretty crazy. Yeah, and I think the I think the doctor was saying that one in ten thousand. I think people have it, and the fact that we both have it is just unreal. Yeah, it's crazy. So um, is there anything that you're working on behind the scenes right now, either through sports, through school, through any sort of business ideas? What um, What's stirring? Uh, me and me and one of my friends, Tyler Zuber, we, uh, we've been starting this Amazon seller thing. It's where basically we get things or we go to the store and we find things that we can sell online. It's a lot like it's a lot like drop shipping and it's kind of still in the works right now just because of me and Tyler's schedules both being so busy, but I'm hoping to get that up and running soon because since I don't have class in person, I have a lot of time on my hands and I think it'd be good to make some money. Oh yeah, for sure. such a good learning experience too. I mean, even making money or not, just learning how to do all that little sorts of marketing stuff will It'll help you no matter what you do, whether you need to market for a job, market for yourself and your image. If you're when you're an athlete, I mean, there's just there's so many different things you're able to learn from these little side hobbies. And um, so what I want to hear, what is your ultimate goal? I mean, what what is your goal either with sports or what is what is your end goal? Um, let's see. My ultimate goal right now, at least which is, it's always been the same my entire life. I want to, I want to be able to play baseball as long as I can, but obviously there's going to be a day that that happens where I can't play baseball, which it happens to everybody. But after that, I would like to get into uh, real estate and do a little bit of what kind of what you're doing. I like that. um, I like that sort of business and I think I'd be actually pretty good at it. I feel like we're both pretty personable people. So I think it would be one of my strengths and something I could get into. I don't, I don't really know a whole lot about it, but I can tell. I think I would be pretty interested in it after hearing what, uh, after hearing what you've been doing. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it's all about networking in the real estate businesses, and a lot of it is really interesting. And there's actually so many different paths that you're able to take. And I mean, the same thing for sports. So, like, what, what opportunities? can baseball lead you into like just say for just say something happened in you were you decided to not take your future professionally whether it was whatever the circumstance may be what what can baseball lead you into 
Oh, baseball can lead you into a ton of things. And first and foremost, you meet new guys playing baseball wherever you go. That will come from all different walks of life. You probably, if you've been playing, if you play baseball and you've traveled, you've definitely met 10 or 20 guys and different travel teams and that type of thing. And I think that's just one thing being, getting able or being able to get to know people is the biggest thing in my opinion, because I love talking to people. I love having conversations and that can help in the business aspect of life as well. Oh yeah, for sure. So many people have their sports ended by one of the three big things. It's either injury being burnt out or simply not having the athletic skills to get to the next level. So what obstacles have you had to run, have you ran into and how have you overcome them? Oh, like, like we were talking about earlier, the, uh, the knee surgery I had my freshman year was tough. It's, it's tough not being out on the field and watch, being able to watch everybody and not being able to do it yourself. And me and you actually talked about this after I left San Diego last year. I was a little bit burnt out in a sense, but coming back to city this year definitely reignited that fire in me. And I, I don't ever want to stop playing now. It's been a, it's yeah, been a blast, awesome. but yeah, there's, there's been some obstacles, but nothing that we can't handle. Exactly. I like the, I like the aspect of where you're looking at. So, um, now, I mean, we've talked about, we've talked about a lot. We've gone in depth over your sports, your school, you're getting into some new hobbies. Um, would you say you're happy of where you're at? I mean, you've had a ton of changes over even just the last year. I would say I am. I think, um, obviously, every, there's aspects of my life that I would like to improve. But for the time being, with everything, everything's so busy right now, I haven't really had a chance to step back and figure out some things I need to improve on. But where I am right now, I'm working hard, playing baseball. I'm having fun with my guys, doing the thing that I love. And I can't really complain about that. So I'm, I feel like I'm pretty happy where I am right now. Oh yeah, what more? What more could you ask for? So, do you have any? Um, do you have any short-term goals that you're trying to accomplish in the future? Any building blocks that you're wanting to do? Maybe the next step of baseball. What? Um, what is that looking like for you? Um, the next step of baseball, I am unsure of right now. I I'd like to go to a four-year to continue playing baseball. Um, for the season goals, I try not to make too many season goals and get all stat ratty. Then it kind of takes my focus off of actually hitting the ball and just trying to boost my stats. So I try not to I try not to make too many season goals because it kind of gets my head out of whack. But I would I'd really like to keep playing baseball in a four year. Yeah, I think I think you got the motivation to do it and seeing I mean how much you've changed over the last six to eight months, like even in such a short amount of time, the mentality that you have toward your sport and I mean getting everything settled whether it's school in i mean in the classroom eating healthy working out like you've you've kind of been able to flip a switch like not saying that you were never not on the right track but like you flipped it to like a new level and now you're as focused as can be and it's hard for some people to make that decision to go back home and like continue to live with their parents while they're trying to live out their dream i mean that's hard for a lot of people you get people who their mentality and head gets in the way and they want to go have fun. They want to go party all day and all week. And I mean, sometimes not the reality when you have bigger goals for yourself. So I'm glad that you're able to make that decision for yourself. And I mean, not only has it helped you physically, I mean, you're stronger than you've ever been. And 
you're also you're eating a lot better you're healthier than you've ever been and then also you found your passion like those are three huge things that you maybe thought you experienced last year but you didn't truly know you had until you i guess for say unlocked it this year yeah i'd say i'd say the biggest step i've made in the last year has been my nutrition and my recovery which are two things that i to be honest in high school i didn't take too seriously but the more the more research I've done on, nutri- on how beneficial nutrition and recovery can be to playing a sport, the more research I've done, the more I've been like, it's just stupid not to take care of your body. Like it really, oh, yeah, for sure. And I've seen I've seen tremendous strides in my strength and my abilities, and I just want to keep building up and see what I can do. It's been so. It's what are fun. what are you doing for recovery? For recovery, um, I like to do. I'll hop in the cold plunge every once in a while if my legs are feeling tight. I like to do sauna multiple times a week. I don't I don't know what it is, but I feel great after. And it's just the main thing is just sleep. I my sleep schedule, I feel like I've got it pretty I feel like I've got it pretty dialed in. Sometimes the late night hitting kind of interferes with it, but I do my best to get around seven or eight hours of sleep a night, which I think has been great for me. Yeah, and our our sleep schedule talking for you and me both in last year and the year before was horrific. (laughs) So I know that's something that we've both really improved on over the last year and kind of taken our sleep seriously. And I noticed once I get the night's rest I need, I feel amazing in the morning. Like there's nothing better than getting up early in the morning when you're actually rested and the amount of energy that you have for your day. Like I went Last week, I had to get up at five in the morning because I went golfing. At I had a tea time at like 640 in the morning and it was like 30 minutes away. So I got up super early to go golfing with um, my buddy Dylan here in Arizona. And like waking up, I felt amazing. And like I never get up that early for anything and for sure not golfing. Like that's the first <laughs> time I've ever done that. And I got home and like, I felt great. And I was just waiting for like this crash to hit me. And it never did. Like I never, I never actually got tired through the day. And I think it's like, it was the earliest I've probably ever gone to bed in the last like four years. And like, I was out by like 10, 15, like I never go to bed before that. And it was, I felt amazing. Like I've never felt like that. And it makes me want to get up early now. It's like, now I'm on a better schedule. Like before I was getting up at like eight thirty, nine, And then now I'm trying to get up at around like seven thirty, And it's so much better. Like I realized how much energy like I actually have. So like, that's been a huge thing that I've realized. I never realized how much sleep like actually did for you. Oh it, yeah, it does a ton. And I've been I've honestly, the last month or the last month, I'd say I've been oversleeping just because I've, my body is exhausted, but I, yeah, when, when I'm on that good sleep schedule, I feel it's unbelievable how, be- how much better my body and like how much energy I have. Oh yeah. For sure. We were, I oh, mean, we were, we're both, we used to be night owls. Crazy oh, night, night owls. owls. Like a normal day was going to sleep at like two to three in the morning, yeah. no matter school day, weekend. It was all the same thing. And it also didn't help that we were both 
in love with Blacklist. So oh that God. was Don't even give me that was it. not a good thing for our sleep schedule oh. as well. And it also didn't help. There's like nine seasons that show. So there's just no chance we'd ever finish it. Yeah, I I need to just stop starting shows overall because if I do, I just know I'm going to be up all night watching them. So I've tried to stay away from that a little bit. Yeah, I think I just got more picky with it. Whenever I try to start when I get bored after the first episode, which actually seems to be helping me out, or I would be up, I would be up um, all night long. But um, yeah, so is there is there anything else that um, you want to cover, or do you think we hit everything? I think we hit everything. I'm excited to see where this podcast goes. I've listened to all the episodes so far, and I love it. Yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun. So I'm excited to start this new series. I'm going to be bringing on athletes from technically around the country. I got some buddies at some high D1 level schools and a lot of people have been playing their whole life. And I'm excited to bring on our friends and the people that, I mean, we've grown up around in Fresno and Clovis that have gone and are doing great things. And their sport is their main point of life right now. And so I'm excited to bring them on and kind of kick off this new season. I wanted to bring you on here first. I've known you the longest were the closest and i wanted to get this kick it off to a nice start so yeah i'm glad um i'm glad that you were able to hop on and i'll definitely if you guys want to find brady i'll send um in the description i'll put his instagram as well if you guys want to hit him with a follow and um yeah so just want to say thank you thank you for hopping on man it's always it's always great to catch up with you absolutely buddy you've been my you've been one of my best friends for a long time and i'm very i'm very happy to see you doing well it means a lot. Oh, yeah. Yes. Thank you. I appreciate it. You've been with me through it all. So, yeah, thank you for um, hopping on and have a great rest of your night, man. Yep. All right. It's nice having Brady on. It's always great to catch up with him, hear what he's doing. He's been my lifelong friend for as long as I can remember, all the way back down to our parents being best friends. But, yeah, it was awesome having him on here and hear what he's up to and hopefully he can keep going and continue his baseball career. So now we have the company of the week company of the week is it's called real estate dummies if you go on the app store if you type in real estate dummies exam prep it's a black and yellow icon with the white house with a little green check mark it's an awesome way to study and just keep this sort of information in your head if you're wanting to get your real estate license and it's an awesome way where you can go through many different practices through the app you can do different categories such as agency law you can do federal law, you can do state law, you can do municipality law. There's a bunch of different kind of trials you can do. There's a free trial, so you can do a couple questions a day and just keeps it fresh in your head. But yeah, it's an awesome tool that I've been able to use to keep it in my head. Sometimes being in real estate doesn't always mean you know it by the book. It's just like the driver's license. The test seems like nothing you need to know, but everyone can drive after that. But if I were to take my driver's license test now, I would never know what I'm doing. But it's kind of like the same thing as the real estate test where you need to just learn it by the book one time and then you're good and you have your license. But yeah, I just wanted to say thank you everyone for listening today. And you can follow us on social media at Cabo's Corner on Instagram and also send any emails to Cabo's Corner at gmail.com. We will see you next Sunday.